Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Everybody. Everybody. Let's get into it. Get stoked. Get started. Welcome, Big Brother fans. This is your Rad Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia, and I'm so glad you can be here tonight with us for Manic Mondays with our beautiful host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother Season 10, also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence. Questions or comments, call in at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six. And once you're on our switchboard, please do remember to listen to the prompts and press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you want to join us on air and you're not just listening to the show from our switchboard. Now let's get this show started with a little intro for our host. Here we go. Play with magic. Yeah. Boy, you should know what you're talking about. Baby, do you dare? 
Hi, everyone. Welcome, Survivor fans. Happy Manic Mondays. I'm Cherry Garcia. This is the Rad Reality Show. It's December 17, 2018, and it's time for Manic Mondays with host Michelle Costa from Big Brother Season 10. She's got another amazing special guest tonight, the bubbly and the beautiful Rachel Ako from Survivor Millennials vs. Gen X. will join Michelle to talk about the upcoming Survivor David vs. Goliath finale that will take place in just two days. Um, it's the 37th season of Survivor, and it's been one of the favorites of um, Survivor fans due to the great theme, the twist, the cast, and the awesome gameplay. By now, everyone should have their favorites to win picked out, so call in and talk to Michelle and Rachel to tell them who your pick is and why. Um, we have always asked our fans to call in and um, tonight will be our last show of the year so we'll also be saying happy holidays happy new year and happy birthday to our host Michelle Costa too Um, her birthday is December 29th so we're going to get all that taken care of tonight because Christmas and New Year's both fall on Monday this year. And, of course, we know our listeners will be spending those days with their family and friends. And Michelle and I will be, too. So um, we'll be taking the next two Mondays off. And Manic Mondays will return next year on January 7, 2019. So make sure you join us tonight for our final show of the year. Like I said, we always invite our listeners to participate in our shows. So all you have to do is click on our link if you'd like to join us in our live chat room or call in at 1-347-237-5506 to chat with Michelle and Rachel on air. And if you do call in, make sure to press the number one key on your phone um, once you're on our switchboard. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to our show from our switchboard while you're driving home from work or cooking dinner decorating that Christmas tree, wrapping Christmas gifts or baking cookies or doing whatever it is that's keeping you from being here with us and having fun in our chat room. Now I'm going to bring up our host, Michelle Costa, and let's get it started in here. Here we go. Hi, Michelle. How are you and how was your weekend? Hey, Cherry Pie. Hello, everybody out there in Manic Monday land. I am good, Cherry. I'm just, you know, just realized that I still have to do Christmas shopping. Yikes. I was just going to ask you, do you still have Christmas shopping to do? I still do. Oh, jeepers. Uh, I just said, well, we were going to, I just was going to say, we're going to celebrate Christmas a week from today, Christmas Eve. And I was like, um, hi, I need to go do some shopping. Um, I I did do some like online shopping. (laughs) I did do some online shopping. Oh, my gosh. I'm so bad every year. Oh, my God. I don't know why I do this myself. Um, and hopefully the presents get here before Christmas because I want to say that I think I saw some of the dates on it, and it was like, yikes, these dates are, like, after, you know, the big day. So I probably dropped the ball again. But I do have some presents. I just haven't wrapped them, so I've just been staring at it for a, for a week. So I need to wrap them. And um, I'm just hoping I find a money tree between now and then because I'm going to be sending out a lot of money. I got nieces, 
that are in college. I got nieces that have babies. I got nieces that just left school and are pursuing the career. They want money. They want money. <laughs> okay, let's not play around here. You know, so they want that um, cashola, huh? They want that cashola is correctola. So uh, I plan on trying to find a money tree. But, you know, that might not happen. So plan B, it's called my bank account. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. But you know what? At the end of the day, um, it's all about just being with your family and friends and having a great time and sharing um, lots of fun memories and or, or having a good time turning them into memories, right? Um, and that's really the important thing, you know. Um, but, yeah, I need to go and uh, do some Christmas shopping. So that's on my list. I'm going to put it right at the top. But I did play Santa Claus today. I went and gave pres- presents to a lot of my reps that um, work under me for uh, my job. So I went around and I delivered presents. So I felt very Santa Clausy. Well, what are you going to do? Um, so, Cherry, I, you know, it's kind of like we're going to have our show tonight, but it's like our last show of 2018. I Aww. know. Aww. It's going to seem like so forever. to have... I know, I know. It's next year. Like we'll we'll be with you guys next year. We, you know, but tonight we're gonna have such a great show. I'm excited because I mean it is Survivor finale week. Um, so we got Rachel from season thirty three, which is Gen X versus the Millennials. Um, can't wait to talk to her. You know, see about her time on Survivor, and then also what's going on with. Um, the survivor, David and Goliath. I mean, it's pretty good. Uh, it's down to the final six, uh, crunch time. And um, I do believe that she lives in L.A., so I'm curious if she's going to go to any of the parties. <gasps> Maybe she can fill us well, in on that. on I the mean, switchboard yeah. now. Ooh. All right. Well, anybody who'd like to call in, if you're listening, 347-237-5506. Make sure you press one. You know how I feel about if you don't press one. You're really pissing off Cherry. You know what? Piss her off. Ah, <laughs> humbug. She'll get Scrooge on your ass. <laughs> well, you know, Cherry, without further ado, I think I, I, I you know, they know that I don't play around if they don't press one. Um, <laughs> I hope everybody has a drink of choice, whether it's water, uh, soda, if you've got a glass of wine. We'll see a little vino, yeah. Drink choice. A little vino, a little eggnog, a little milk for Santa. Um, well, cherry pie, uh, let's bring up our special guest of the evening. Let's get this party started. Her first time on Manic Mondays, I believe. Poppin' Cherry. So let's welcome her. We have Rachel from Sur. Survivor Millennials versus Gen X. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for calling in. I'm pouring myself some whiskey right now. I don't know if you can hear it. What are you guys pouring? All right. A whiskey girl. (laughs) Yes, she's going right. She's going right for it. Okay. I I got the vino. I got the wine. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. 
Yeah, I got a Lovino. Um, you know, maybe uh, I'll go into a spiked eggnog soon. But the whiskey, that's a good way to start. I mean, that's just, you know, balls to the walls. She just kicked in the door, and she's on Manic Monday popping cherries, popping bottles, and with a cup of whiskey, people. Watch out. Blended scotch and whiskey, a blend. So times are tough. One day, next time we do one, I'll have some high end. <laughs> it doesn't sound like times are tough. It's like... Damn, she's blending two different types of alcohol together. That's like <laughs> epic. That you're not playing around. I mean, I love it. Well, welcome, Miss Rachel, to Manic Monday. We are excited to have you on, girl. What's going on? What's what's cooking besides the the whiskey blend scotch? <laughs> I'm I'm excited to be on. Thanks for having me, Michelle. You're a riot. That's why I agreed to do this podcast with you and yes I do live in LA I've lived here for about five and a half years now and yes um the people from our my season season 37 Gen X and millennials are already planning our get together um Chris Hammond as per usual got a really nice luxury suite tomorrow so we're going to be pre-partying and then going to um the pre-party for the finale, and then Wednesday um, to the finale, watch watch the finale episode and the after party. Well, awesome. festivities are going to be starting tomorrow, I guess, then. All right. That sounds like yes, fun. Yes, tomorrow, and I'm a rude guest because I actually bought this huge Valentine's whiskey. It's one point. Five, seven, five liters, almost two liters, this huge jug. I actually bought it for my castmates, and I just opened it right now and took a swig. <laughs> well, you know what? That's okay, though. That's okay. You let them know that you were serenading yourself. Yeah, you were serenading yourself on Manic Monday, and the only proper way to serenade yourself was to open up the bottle and drink the entire thing. Just leave a sip, at least, for them to try it. Who gets who gets an open bottle though? I'm sure they'll understand. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell them it was a rough day, and um, you know they'll they'll completely understand. But that sounds like so much fun. Now, do you guys get together a lot um, during like well since your season? Um, do a lot of people live close by to you guys, or do you guys kind of just really do it during like the premiere and the finale? reason most of my season lives here in LA in comparison to other seasons that's just in my opinion but I'm here um Jay Starr is here Adam Klein who won our season lives here um Cece lives here and um let me see Hannah lives here David Rice um lives here and then you know kind of surrounding Lucy from my season lives a little bit outside of LA so that's at least six Wow, that's a lot of people. So you guys must get together a lot then and tear it up. We do, actually. I'm, I'm close to everyone in my season, and we are, um, I, I, I would say at least once a week or once every other week we run into each other. And then Cole moved here from, I think he was in last season. So a lot of people are moving here and just following suit because we're having so much fun, I think. We're going to Vegas in three weeks for Adam Klein's birthday. Um, it won't be the first time nice. all of our seasons went to Vegas together. So, yeah, we always have stuff planned. Well, that's where that's I met awesome. you, in Vegas. That's where our, our friendship blossomed. 
Yes, it is. We're going back, actually, for yeah, Adam's birthday. Um, when he won the million dollars, actually, I was very appreciative that he won because he took us to Vegas and bought a table at Cow. And I'm not sure who else would have done that. So he was really a generous winner, actually. Yeah, it's no fun in winning all that money than just, you know, you being by yourself with it. I mean, spread out the love. Why not? Yeah, no, he's a good guy. He wait. did. We had a we had a great time, and now we're gonna go relive it. We just can't come to paint. Well, <laughs> I wish I wish I could be there. I'll be there in spirit. Be there in spirit. I, I'm always um, Michelle to come down to Vegas. I know. Well, well, we were supposed to get together in Florida, but it was hard for me to get out of work. So we're we're gonna get together. We're gonna what? No matter what coast or what state, we're gonna figure it out soon. Yes, all I know is Michelle's a lot of fun, and if she needs her curl gel for her hair, she'll have someone hold it in their jacket pocket for her all night (laughs) at the club. (laughs) I I do know this about her. And she she won't even make them, the guy, do a trial-sized tube of hair gel. She makes him follow her around with a full-size tube. I mean, that's some pull in life. I can't even pull that kind of tail, Michelle. I can't even do that. Well, you know... Let's just get this correct. It wasn't gel. It was curling conditioning cream, okay? So I needed it for the curls. I needed it for the bounce. Okay? And that was Lawan. Conditioning cream. Lawan is the one that carried the bounce Got to keep them tight and right, you know? Especially in Vegas. You just never know what's going to happen in Vegas, so. And, yes, I carried around the tube with me, so. Um, I, I forgot all about that. Thanks for the reminder. <laughs> now, um, uh, Rachel, Miss Rachel, like, listen, you, your season was a great season as well. I liked watching the millennials and Gen, uh, Generation X. And can you first talk about if people are out there um, wondering, like, you know, what to do to get on um, Survivor? Um, like what's the best advice you could give them um, if they're thinking about like applying, what would it be um, if they're listening right now, what would you tell them to do like in regards to like whether it's casting or video? You know, I get this question so many times from fans and they'll go and they'll, it all goes down in the DM, whether it's my LinkedIn or Instagram or Facebook, I have fans, strangers asking me, even people I know and they tell them the same thing, and it's like sometimes it goes onto deaf ears. But I'm telling you, I followed this to the T, and, you know, I am, you know, this little twig city kid who has no business being on Survivor. So if I could get on first boot, anyone can get on, in my opinion, with this tip. So I literally YouTubed um, Lynn Spielman and Poverty Shallow doing an interview well, Parvati was, um, and you guys probably know her, she won a million dollars. She's done several of the seasons. And she um, yeah. asked Lynn how Lynn, um, you know, when Lynn was the one of the um, casting directors who decided who got on the show, she asked, what do people need to do to get on the show? And the thing is, is I'm so literal, and I took notes, and I did every single thing she said. And some of the highlights were, you know, on the video, people like to talk about themselves and what they think is important to them, and they spit it on the video. 
And that's not how you get on Survivor. They don't care. What they care about is what do you do for a living and what do you do every single day in your real life as a real person and how does it translate directly into the game? Um, you know, whether you're a recruiting director like myself and you have a knack of how to read people because you interview people or you're a cop and, you know, whatever it is, they want that direct correlation. And just step by step by step, she breaks it down. And I just had the videographer do that to the T. And literally, I mean, this has not happened. First time I send in a video, I got a call right away. I mean, Adam Klein, wow. okay, good. I think nine years in a row he applied. CC. I think she did from season one to season 33 till she finally got on. She, you know, until she finally got a call. That's 33 applications. So I got a call right away. And I cannot emphasize more. Just YouTube and watch that video. And obviously not to quit. Don't take no for an answer. I mean, you got it on your first shot. And then it took, you know, Cece 33 times. So it just goes to show you, you know, just uh, take Rachel's advice and just, you know, don't take no for an answer. Just keep trucking. Um, you know, it's like she said, you know, stick with what you are every day. Don't be like, well, I'm really spontaneous and, like, I'm really cool. Like, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> Even if you're yeah, spontaneous I mean, and cool, tell us about it, right? Yeah, how many times does a casting director tell you exactly what to do to get on and just do it and get on? The thing is, is, like, I actually didn't get on the first time they called me. The first time they called me, they were doing something brand new called Blood, Blood versus Water. They had never done it before, so it was several years ago. They wanted me to go on with my dad, but I did get a call nonetheless yeah. by Penny, the casting, the casting um, assistant. And so I asked my dad, his knees almost um, bone to bone, so he couldn't do it, even though he's a Survivor super fan since day one. Um, and they said, you know, sorry, Rachel, if you can't recruit your dad, then you can't be a survivor because survivors need to be able to do everything, like basically click. <laughs> so yeah. I thought that was the end of the road for me. But, you know, I wound up applying again. I think it was about maybe three, four later, as I can't remember, three, four years later, I can't remember. And um, I sent in another video and they called again. They said, didn't we talk to you before? And they said, um, you know, we have 20 people we selected. And they were leaving in about a month for Fiji. And they said, we're not fully happy with everyone we selected. We want you to come in. Um, and they gave me the, the dates for the finals. And I said, I cannot, you know, come in that week. And I just heard stone-cold silence on the other end. <laughs> wow. Like, I don't think you understand. That's finals week. And I said, I'm sorry, I can do every, any week but that week. And they're like, okay, well, then, sorry. And I was like, I'm never going to hear from them again. They hate me. And then, lo and behold, you know, a couple of days later, maybe a couple of weeks, it's such a blur now, but I got a phone call and was like, okay, Rachel, we're going to have a finals, and it's going to be very small, and we want you to be there. Um, Ten people, whereas everyone else from my season had 20 and 20, and 10 got selected from each. It was just me and – 10 girls, and from there I got selected, and within a month I was on a plane to Fiji. Wow, that's awesome. So so that's actually pretty cool that you were going to be on there with your dad. Unfortunately, his dad, he had to have knee surgery. So is it something that your dad has considered since having the surgery? Like, is he well enough to, to try maybe doing something like that if it was offered to you guys? Um. He still hasn't had the surgery yet. He's going to need to have the surgery. It's going to be a long recovery. But before that statement, he said, oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> my, 
my dad wants nothing to do with reality TV. We're from a small town. Everyone knows everyone. My dad is so old school Hawaiian chill. He's like the opposite of like a reality star. He's like, oh, hell no. So, yeah, I skipped that part out. Sorry, Michelle. <laughs> oh, it sounds like we want him on there. Please. We want him to be like, oh, hell no. And just be like in that jungle, just tearing it up. Woo. All right, well, let's try to convince Pops. Um, so let's talk about your time on Survivor. I mean, um, talk about your experience a little bit. Like, I mean, you're a city girl, and then you end up on an island in Fiji, and I think you also had some cyclone or some severe weather that went through. How was that like to deal with that? Okay, that was very scary, and, you know, I, I I think that there's probably still people out there who have a doubt that that really happened and um or, you know, that we were evacuated and fed lots of cheeseburgers behind the scenes or something, but that was super scary. I mean, when that cyclone came out, it took out, completely demolished all of the piers, which may not sound like a big deal, but in order to get to tribal council, that was a completely separate island. Um, So without any piers, these boats to pick us up to go to tribal council in these cyclone-prone waters at night, these waters were violently swinging in the water, and with no pier to anchor it, we had to go out to the boat because the boat isn't going to come to land. (laughs) And um, wow. a violently swinging boat that's not anchored. I mean, this is so detailed. I can't make this stuff up unless I've seen it, right? And I'm only 5'4". Right. Okay, I'm five three and a half, but I'm insecure about my height, so I stay 5'4". But Chris Hammond <laughs> is like, you know, former football player. I don't even know how tall Chris is. Six, gigantic. So we're, he's on the right side of this violently swinging boat. I'm on the left side, and we both get knocked down. I thought it was just me because I was short, and the water's already going up to my waist. It's probably only going up to his ankles. But we both get knocked under the boat, and there's propellers under there. And I just remember, like, panic, hold my breath, and just don't move, and just wait as long as you have to until there's no boat above you, and then come up for air. It was so scary being trapped under that boat. So I just had to sit wow. there in silence and wait until that boat violently swung enough to where I could come up for air, and it was just sand in my lungs. Just one example of things that go on behind the scenes that people don't see. Wait, can I just go back? People told you that, or, or, or kind of said that it wasn't real? Oh, well, yeah, because we got evacuated for a day, so people asked if we were fed behind the scenes. And in general, I I get a lot of questions, like if we have toilets or if we're fed cheeseburgers or any extra food behind the scenes. Um, I will say when we were evacuated, we were given one apple, one scoop of rice and water, and that's it. And that was worse because we had just... I read what you said about the... That concrete floor had to be that concrete floor that you talked about sleeping on that night of the hur or the um, hurricane or not hurricane but the cyclone or whatever cyclone had to be horrible to sleep on. What it looked like is if you took like a Motel Six hotel room and you gutted like you ripped the rug off and it was just concrete underneath, which was so uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, what do you got so against weird. Motel Six? Sorry. <laughs> What do you got against Motel 6? For a whole night. 
And then they couldn't talk game or anything. They had somebody sitting there. They couldn't really talk game or anything. I was like, gosh, at least if they could, you know, sit there and talk game or something and pass the time, but they couldn't even talk. Right. Oh, no, you could not talk game. I mean, all that stuff needed to be on camera, you know. But um, Survivor's nuts. How did they get the permission to derog a hotel room. I mean, the things that they can do in life. <laughs> Imagine the power that Jeff has. He's got that power. So ask her what she thinks about about the two that just got banned from finale. Yeah, that was definitely one of the did did Kara end up getting banned? Like you heard about all this like, controversy going on, right, Rachel? What? Oh, my gosh. Do update me. Okay. So, like, we've been doing, like, a Survivor-themed show for, like, the past, I'd say, like, month. Um, And we had, like, uh, Sandra, uh, the two-time winner of Survivor, she was on the first week. And we had a call um, uh, that called in Jason. And he was talking about what, what, you know, her thoughts were on the uh, article or on the picture that was put up on Twitter. Um, and it was Alec and Kara, I guess they put up a picture together and kind of, I think the, um, the, the headline or whatever they tweeted was fuck it or something like that. And I guess that was a complete violation of the rules and regulations and, you know, the contracts and stuff in regards to um, not putting up stuff like that. They didn't really say anything in regards to like the game or the spoilers, but the fact that they, they were together and they said, fuck it. Alec was um, uninvited to the finale of survivor and his money for appearance was taken away from him. And they were in the, it was $10,000. I think they said, and, and then Kara was being well. They were they were they were talking about that possibly she would be as well. They were going to do some more um, investigation on it. It wasn't her social media, and um, you know, but it, but I don't know if they were trying to make um, an example of somebody. So, did you guys did you hear about this? Or anything oh, about just, that? I'm just looking it up now. You're the first to tell me. I'm looking at the photo right now, but they are cute together, aren't they? <laughs> yes, very cute. I, I, don't I know second that. $1,000 per head paycheck worth it cute or your $5 million NDA you have. NDA is saying head. they were strictly forbidden. Yeah. Um, associating I, on social media. Cute. They argue together. Um, so that would be a first in the history. There's always something every year first. Um, I thought the idol nullifier was going to be the biggest news this season, but I would say this trumps right. Um, yeah. I will be at the party, so I will let you know whether they're there or not. <laughs> I mean, well, what do you think, so though? Like... got off scot-free, but that well, yeah, I would he think so. is banned, right? and that the finale and got his appearance to be um, taken away. So I don't know that he will be there. Yeah, I definitely don't think this is 
staged or anything like that, but um, he must be regretting that. I mean, being the first person in history to be uninvited to the reunion, that's got to hurt. I mean, that's, you know, it's like when I didn't get invited to the big slumber party in sixth grade. That stuff, like, that cuts. <laughs> that affects. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that affects your life. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you remember I'm what sure their names are? I didn't invite that. you because we can we can send them a little video and go na 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 na. So anyway, we'll talk about yeah, that later. So, week. Um, so we'll we'll get those names. <laughs> he has five tickets for five family members, so maybe he should sell them on eBay to make up that ten thousand. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great idea. You know, well, they're not going to give him those tickets. Me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, they're not going to. But that's what bothers me a little bit about it. Like, some people will look at it and go, he didn't really do anything wrong, which he didn't. If you were to look at it, fuck it, he has a picture that's very, very cute, him and Caravan. But couldn't you just wait, like, until it was all over? I mean, was it that necessary? Was, was if you didn't do that, somebody would be dying? Or literally, like, what was the point of that? I mean... You've given this you're you're given this opportunity, right, Rachel? Like, which is a few you know few hundred people that have experience going on Survivor, and now you're made kind of like the goat. You know, if people have done things they before, maybe not. Yeah. They Are you the rule breaker, Rachel? Would you break the rules if you had a? I mean, I think I think what probably got them is the. The fuck it or whatever you said was shared. That's kind of sticking it to, let me see, Jeff Probst, who's a multimillionaire who picked you to be on the show, and you should probably be thanking your, him for your life. Yeah, but, um, you know, I think it's kind of all taken in a case-by-case basis and everything that's involved, and, and that might have been, you know, over the top. You can't really say, oh, we didn't know on that. Um but, I mean, how old is he? Like, early 20, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. His life yeah, back he was pushing then, the right? limit. And you know what it is, too, I think, um, Rachel and Cherry? I think, like, social media plays such a big role with, you know, nowadays it's just more and more involving with especially reality people. Um, you know, coming out, it's, it's affected a lot of people's lives like personally i mean we see it with big brother we see it with a lot of different shows um and maybe they just got wrapped up in the entire social media aspect of it is it that tempting to get likes that much that you'd break an nda though i mean to you know some people that's what it's all about how many followers they have and how many likes they have, and how many people view their videos. It, like, what do you think about social media and how it affects um, just people in general, Rachel? I mean, you've seen it. I mean, you know, you've seen it probably uh, with people that you hang out with and the different reality uh, crews. It affects a lot of people's lives about how many people they get, how many likes they get, right? I mean, what he did sounds like typical millennial behavior. No, just kidding. But it is like yeah. <laughs> those <laughs> millennials, I'll tell ya. You are interviewing a Gen X here, right? For my opinion, I mean that As is like more. That is more a millennial thing to do than a Gen X. Or a, I mean, call me if a baby boomer. 
Boomer put Puckett in the picture up of his girlfriend from that season in the Let's Talk. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's been sipping on a blend of uh, whiskey and scotch. Times are tough. I'll send him a bottle, an unopened one of what I have. Oh, maybe he'll be finale night. Yeah, maybe he'll be at like the private parties, like you know, not technically on the the studio. So maybe he'll be behind the scenes, and I just don't think they'll let him on the premise of the. Uh, live show um but you know what they're making oh yeah they're making an example of him you know hopefully this makes people understand that they're not joking around and um you know and to watch your mouth don't say fuck it on social media that's unacceptable so well now i want to i'm more glued to the finale to see if jeff probe mentions it and like how he rolls it out of why he's missing or if they just completely dismiss it all together oh yes. will you come back will you come back and tell us how that's played out at the finale yes i will deep. i will this should be very that would be awesome time. oh that my god so awesome you guys you to come back have... and tell us how it plays out at the finale Oh, we could yeah. have Rachel like, live there with the intel. She's going to be taping this all, and she's going to come back. She's going to reveal. She's not going to reveal her sources in regards to how she got the information, but she just will reveal the information. Stay tuned. I used I to have somebody. Mm-hmm. Make it look Thanks. So good. <laughs> this is so exciting. Rachel, do you uh, know Michael Albright? I'm sorry? Do you know Michael Albright? Oh, he's a Survivor super fan. Yes, he's a very he's a yes. super, good fan. I'm sorry. He did a show with me. He did a show with me here um, on the Rad Reality Show for years um, to talk about Survivor. And nice. he just stopped it this past season because he went into um, politics. And he's so busy now. He He got married and he went into politics and just didn't have time to continue doing it so he stopped doing the survivor show with me but um i used to always have him going to finale and coming back and telling us everything that happened at finale and i don't have that anymore so it'd be nice if you could come back and tell us what happened at finale (laughs) rachel albright will report thank you thank you (laughs) yes awesome Yes, we're going to get you a personalized sippy cup. Yeah, we're going to get you a personalized sippy cup so you can carry around your blend with you everywhere you go. And each time I'll have a different whiskey or scotch when I talk to y'all. Yes, 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 that'll be perfect. Okay, we're going to get on the the cup to that. I'll get me a whiskey to drink with you too. Yes, everybody, whiskey's all around. Yeah, you better make sponsored by um, McAllen or something. Ooh, see, we're thinking here. We're putting everything on the table, and we're 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 really gonna make this happen. We're gonna make this work. Um, yes. Get on There's this, whoever McAllen. out there knows whiskey people. There's an all <laughs> McAllen bar here whiskey. in Beverly Hills. There you go. It's What's the name that of that bar? That. I'm sorry. <laughs> $40 a shot? 
It starts at $40 a shot and goes up to $10,000 a shot. And it's purely Holy moly. $10,000 a shot? We know Alec ain't going there for the $10,000 shot. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, Alec. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) true. It's called the royal marriage, ironically enough, Alec and Kara. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Interesting. I kind of just want to sit in the bar and just kind of like see who does the $10,000 shot and just get to know them, be their friend. Me too. And that's cool. I know Rachel Albright. Do you? It's called what? That's for $10,000 for one dram. It's for one dram of whiskey, the 10,000. So one dram is the height of one finger. Two drams is the height of two fingers. So two Stop dams, it. which is just two finger height, is um tw- would be twenty thousand. The McAllen Royal Marriage. So all I'm saying is McAllen has the money to. We'll get on that. Yeah. Wow. We want drams all around. <laughs> yeah, I want Ram them to up. sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. See? We'll take one dram. We don't give a dram. We'll take one dram. <laughs> damn it. We'll drink a different Macallan and introduce it. Oh, my gosh. The aromas. This one is just a little tardy. Uh, This one, this is the panty dropper. (laughs) (laughs) You are a marketing. I went overboard on that. I went overboard. Sorry, everybody. You're a Macallan marketing genius. They need you. Yes, Rachel Albright on the scene. She just wears many many hats, people. She wears many hats. Um, you know, you brought up something that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, the the idol nullifier. And if this stuff didn't go down with the fuck it and the Alec and all this kind of the dram, the drum, whatever it is, the idol nullifier would probably be the conversation topic. And Poor Dan, he got the shitty end of that. Um, what's your thoughts on, like, the idol nullifier and all these idols being found and actually being played properly? But at the end of the day, it didn't matter because as well as they played it, it just didn't matter. I mean, that editing, that idol nullifier came out of nowhere. On, and on the back in some black Sharpie was Dan's name. I didn't even get to see the process of it or how that was written or decided about. Um, I don't know. Calculating in my head, I just feel like no matter what Dan did, he was destined to go home that day, nullified or not nullified. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Like, how did – that was one of the things I said was, how did Dan's name get written down? Like they got that right on the bat. They got it perfectly with his name. And like you said, the Sharpie, I was like, what the heck? Like, I didn't even see anything about it. Like, I don't know. I just wanted a little bit more of something that's so epic and that, you know, that changed somebody having an idol. We did more of the idol nullifier story. I don't think we got enough of it. Rachel Albright. Yeah, I mean, get to the bottom <laughs> of they have so many thousands of hours of video. I get it, so not everything makes it. I, apparently, not that either. But it would have been nice to see the process and how that all went down. But you know, at any rate, that's 
you know, I like new twists, and that was definitely a twist. Well, you can say that again. That's definitely a twist. Um, so we're down to the finale week. We're down to six right now, and, you know, there'll be the epic three-hour um, show showing us everything. Um, so I'm going to try to see if I can get this all right, people. Don't send me hate mail and stuff if I get it wrong. So sorry. So we got, we got. let me see, we got Davey, right? Yep. We got Angelina, right? We got Kara. We got, is it Allison, right? We got Allison. Yep. We got James. And we got Mike. Right? Did I miss anything? Did I get anything wrong? I think you got it right. Okay. There's like a million of them left. Wow. How did I even get that right? I don't even know. The wine didn't kick in yet. Okay. So be, that being said, Rachel, um, who do you think has a good opportunity of, if they do get into final six, um, I mean, final three, I'm sorry, they do get into final six, final three, and they go to put out all their business out there for everybody to vote for them. Who do you think can probably take home the million dollars? Like who's going to be our new best friend? Oh my gosh. So hard to say. They all (laughs) deserve it for going that far. I know you don't want to hear that. I don't know. I don't care. I just feel like I just want Christian and Gabby to fall in love. That's all. (laughs) Oh gosh. Did we, did, I mean, I thought that Christian was just, I'd like to, like I said last week, send a bouquet of maybe chocolate covered strawberries to whoever found Christian. Thank you. Um, so you want Christian and Gabby to fall in love. Like Yeah, I actually wanted them in the top though. You know, now I mean it's anyone's game. They all deserve it. But every season I just have my two that I'm like, I want them to fall in love. <laughs> I'm a hopeless romantic. But you know, I was I like Gabby's personality this season. I was hoping she would go further. Yes, I mean, I think she, if she had just waited maybe like one more um, vote, keep Christian around, then make the money moves. She was just ahead of the game, I think, and really uh, shot herself in the foot. I, I, I kind of didn't understand her gameplay in that. Um, what would you have done? Would you have uh, been as quick to throw your ride or die um, to the wolves like she did? Oh, I thought that was really bold of her, and, you know, I respect that she was able to to detach and do that. I thought that was great. You know, it showed that she's not one-dimensional. She's no one-trick pony, you know. No, she's got two or three tricks. <laughs> <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> Wait, are we talking about the I, I mean, I don't know. We might be talking about, like, completely opposite things, or we might be talking about the same exact thing. I'll, I'll, we'll figure that out later. Um, take a sip of whiskey. I'm telling you, nobody's going to say anything when you bring the when they bring the bottle smile. All you've got to say is, um, I stopped at, like, three parties before I even came here. So, you know, that's why it's, like, a half bottle. Um, tell them that as a kind friend, you had to test it for them to make sure it was good whiskey before you gave it to them. 
Good point, Terry. Oh, I'm 100 going to blame you two. Come on. <laughs> blame us. We don't care. Ha <laughs> ha. That's what we like to do. We like to live on the edge. The Manic Monday well, edge. You know how it is. Well, I wish you guys were going to be here this week in L.A. so that the um, Albright triplets could report. Yeah. We wish you I wish I was going to be there, too. Cherry Pie. <laughs> We wish we were there, girl. We do. We're there in spirit. We're there in you gotta spirit. get McCallan to uh, you up. Yeah, you know, we need to get on this. Seeing that you are in LA and you're closer to them, I feel like that you know, that you could start that relationship for us. Um, and then we'll just come in right at the you know, right when you're signing the paperwork. We'll just be right there. Um, but Rachel, you gotta have you gotta have your favorite. Who's your favorite? Like, who is your favorite out of everybody, even the people that have gone home or went to Ponderosa and hanging out? Um, who is your, your fave? Because for me, it, it kind of, you know, I, I'd say Dan was my fave, and I felt bad because I feel like everybody I pick gets screwed. So, I don't know. Oh, you, Dan's your Who's fave because you like his face. <laughs> um... <laughs> What are you talking about? I like his personality. Whatever. I want to see him in his SWAT uniform. Um, let me see. Yeah. Mike Mike White's personality was dope, and I heard he's friends with probes, so he probably has a good chance. But I thought I really liked his personality. I thought he was so funny almost everything he said. Yeah, I liked Mike too. You know, he was um on Amazing Race and he wrote for a lot of different shows and movies and stuff like that. So he's part of, you know, that um, Hollywood um, connection group. So, but I think he's been playing yeah, a lot of games. I wanted you know, to just get voted out. I really wanted Christian to go all the way. Oh, yeah. yeah I think good. a lot of people were rooting for Christian. Um, I think he was such an like underdog. Yes, like David Wright in my season. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, it was just like the 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 David and Goliath theme I thought was good, and the back and forth with you know the idols, and you just kind of really didn't know what was happening. Um, but you know, like in regards to oh, it's it's a given. It's going to be this person. It's going to be that person. You know. Um, I just think that, you know, at this point, like you said, Rachel, like just to make it to this point um, and all the, the the tribes switching around and, you know, the tribes in the beginning and then they go to three and then they go to the merge and then they, you know, um, I think either any one of them deserve it. What is your thoughts on Angelina? I know she's been one of those polarizing kind of contestants, you know, she was on the outs and then she basically gave her life for rice for everybody. Don't forget that. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm going to set the scene for you guys. So every Wednesday, I watch it with a big Reddit crew. You guys know Reddit. Yeah. Um, so I watch it in a private room with a big Reddit crew and a couple of um, survivors. And when she went down the data of the rice and all the measurements and quantified how much she would have left um, and presented it to Jeff, everyone in the room was like, oh, my God, I would kill her. I would do this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, 
myself so bad because I was the only one that was like, oh, very smart. <laughs> so then I started judging myself because everyone was just so annoyed by her. But to me, I was thinking, yeah, and if I could quantify that data with not eating and drinking and still have the right mind to think like that and present it to Jeff versus having no data at all and just saying, Jeff, we need more rice just because. I don't know. I respected her Yale Ivy League approach, so I guess shame on me. I don't know. What did you guys think? Well, she definitely annoyed the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and you know what it was? I was like, she, like, when she started saying, you know, um, I'll give you, we'll give you our comfort blankets and we'll give you our fishing equipment. We'll give you the chairs and we'll give you our canopy. We'll give you the shirts off our back. I'll cut off my foot for you. I'll give you my underwear. I'll give you my hair elastic. I'll give you all the fish from the sea. I was like, girl, shut up and bargain. Like, I was like, she's ready to just give everything for the rice. And I'm going, well, how are you going to cook the rice if you're giving basically the pot to cook it in? (laughs) And Jeff was just like, that's not enough. I need more. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, I'm obviously not in this planet. Because I was thinking completely opposite. Like, she was just giving way too much. And he's like, I need more. I need your heart. I need your veins. She's like, I'm willing to give it up. All my heart and my veins to you. I don't know. And her firstborn child traumatic. is what she needed to seal the deal. But, you know, when she wanted to give Michelle your curl cream conditioner, I was like, you've gone too far. <laughs> Honestly, she just, <laughs> <laughs> she just needs to be the one to negotiate the McAllen contract and be like, listen, we will give you all yeah. of these things for the contract, and that's it. But, yeah, I mean, she just left yeah. up the firstborn. If she would have given her firstborn, Jeff would have been like, okay. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was great. Like TV wise, I was like, this is awesome. You know? And then her mom comes the next week and she's like, mom, you would have just loved it. And just appreciated how you raised me. And, like, and the mom's like, Hey, you know, like who's in the jury? Like my daughter over here got your rice. And Jeff was just like ratting her out too. Like mom is involved too. Uh, I'm surprised she didn't. She didn't give a mom to Jeff. Like, here's my mom. That she is. is hilarious. <laughs> I've never the whole room, all of us. I've never laughed so hard at any family visit than that season. That was just a hilarious family visit to me. The whole thing. Um, but yeah, when she was doing that, all that data, I was like, is that what I would talk like if I went to Yale? She's so good at math. <laughs> And then, and she said she didn't want to ever use that, you know, as leverage or anything. And then the first time somebody got um, a reward, she was like, "Um, me, remember, I got that rice and, uh, you know. (laughs) And then we were like, yes, we remember. Thank you, Alice, and I pick you. I'm like, (laughs) whoa. Yeah. Oh goodness! And then she went back to camp and was so mad because he didn't take her after she brought up the rice. 
like and kept talking about it. I'll let you know if at the party she introduces herself as her first name and then remember me, I'm the one who got the rise. I'll let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yes. Reporting here live. Negotiators. Rachel Albright. What is a- the way- <laughs> She'll probably have a shirt on that says Rice Negotiator on it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Well, Rachel, um, we really appreciate you taking away from your whiskey. Um, my bottle's you empty know. now. I have to go get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, and coming on Manic Monday, like, you need to come back on and give us all the juicy details of everything that went on. We, it's very important that you go there and get us some details, intel, um, rice, whatever you got to do to bargain your way into a story. We need you to do that. For me and Cherry. And what Michelle what Michelle means by that is let me know how Dan looks in person. That's all she means. <laughs> exactly. You know Michelle pretty exactly. well. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Noted. I got oh, you, I love Michelle. Rachel. I got you. I love Rachel. I love Rachel. I mean, it was like me and her were in this pool that literally was like the size of a bathtub. So we couldn't get away from each other if we wanted to. And we just had like just the best laughs ever. We we had some very interesting conversations. If you guys can believe that. And yes, um, absolutely, she was looking beautiful, bigger boobs than anyone in the whole pool. Fully makeup out <laughs> in a Vegas pool, by the way. You know Michelle, fully makeup out. Of course. <laughs> Listen, you know, you know, uh, you just never know who's going to be around. So you got to be ready to go at any point in time. The girl's got to be ready to go. There you go. You, you know, you got to, you know, intel, intel. That's all I will say. <laughs> and I told you, I think that he was a really good survivor player. I mean, there's no other real, you know, reasoning behind my choice that, you know, I was a Dan fan. Yeah, right? I mean... Kara was a player, man. She could have had Dan or Alec. I mean, I, I respect that game right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, she, she definitely she definitely is a gamer, I'll tell you that. Good for her. Um, so Rachel, do us a favor and please come back on anytime you want. I hope everybody out there, Manic Monday Land, has taken a lot of notes because Rachel gave us a lot of good stuff. Um, when it comes to making videos or how you should go about, you know, being on Survivor, about, you know, curling conditioning cream, whiskey, <laughs> um, pretty much anything that you need to know. She's well-rounded, diverse, and all these different types of aspects in life. So we really do appreciate you. Um, and, you know, make sure you come back on. I'll be waiting by the phone for you. And tell Dan that Michelle's birthday, tell Dan that Michelle's birthday is December 29th. Yeah. December 29th is her birthday, so he'll be, she'll be waiting for a happy birthday from him. He makes calendars, so tell him to make a special calendar just for me. (laughs) Got it. You're you're almost in New Year's, baby. It's the least he can do. Well, thanks for having me on, guys, and I love you girls. And I, I got you. I'll have my notepad ready. We've enjoyed you so much, Rachel. Yes. Thank you. Likewise. Don't drink too much. 
Don't drink too much oh, of that right. whiskey bottle. Make sure you leave at least a sip for the party. Have fun. And have a drink for have me. Have a blast. Yeah, and have <laughs> drinks for us, okay? All right. Cheers. Talk to you guys soon. Thank bye. you, honey. Thanks. Bye. She is so much fun. She's what a, a great guest. Yeah, she is so, so much fun. Oh, my God. When I tell you, like, me and her like clicked like right after that I was like hi she's like hi she's like we're gonna be really good friends I'm like no (laughs) and um we met at the um at the big brother finale and we just had so much fun so um I'm glad that she was um able to come on tonight and pop the Monday cherry and you know just gave us some really good advice and um, if you are planning or have already applied for a survivor, maybe you want to tweak up a little bit of what you've got going on. And I have a feeling she's going to be calling us um, sometime next year because we won't be back until next year and maybe giving us some details. Um, Wednesday is the survivor finale. And I am wondering, as long, along with Cherry and all you people out there, is Jeff going to talk about <laughs> – you know, Alec being there, or is he going to address it? Because they go around and they introduce everybody, you know, this is this person, this is that person, like, you know, is there going to be like a, like a cardboard cutout of him? Like, are they even going to address it? I think they will. Oh, well, they'll it. have to think, address Jay? it somehow. They'll have to somehow. Yeah, they have, they have to. to. I mean, they have to. They can't just act like he wasn't on the show. They have to address it somehow. He, he was there. He was part of the show. Um, they can't just like act like he didn't exist. They have to address yeah. it. And I think way. they're going to use it as an example too, Cherry. Like they're not going to just brush it under the rug and go, okay, well, you know, no, they're going to be like, if you come on Survivor what happens. Picked, don't do this. Yeah. Right. This don't is do what that. happens if you, if you, you know, don't respect our rules and regulations of Survivor. And yeah, I mean, we don't yeah, even know like if he's going to maybe, <laughs> yeah, if he's going to get no, some like you sort said, of he video. Might be, he, he might be at the after parties. He might be out there and be, you know, present at the after parties and, you know, other events that are out there that aren't CBS sponsored, but he will not be at the finale itself. No. Which is sad. No, but he's I got mean, to. He's got to because all his friends are there that he did the show with. And, you know, if it's true that him and Kara together, then I'm sure um, that's definitely something that, you know, they've planned that he's going to be out there. And we don't even know if he's going to maybe make some sort of like um, uh, maybe they've told him to do like a little one or two minute video and, um, you know, talking about what he's done and maybe like an apology. Yeah. Something like that. Um, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen. So now it's like a lot of people are going to be very interested in you know, tuning in to survivor, which is probably going to be, I'd say like a three hour episode. So, you know, if you got, if you're not going to be able to be home and you've got your DVR, just make sure it's, it's recording like three hours because I think that's how long usually the finale is. Um, 
And there you go. It's another season of Survivor going to be done. And usually they announce also at the end of it, Terry, um, what to expect for the next season. Right. So they have themselves um, some big shoes to fill because, you know, they've been just killing it with the themes and um, the cast. So we obviously know uh, that's probably already been filmed. Um, so Oh, yeah, uh, I'm sure it's already in the can. Yep. So maybe anybody that was on that season um, will definitely be staying tuned to to see, you know, that they're not messing around when it comes to keep your mouth closed. It's that easy. Yeah. They are the I mean, most successful at keeping the same show, but changing the themes and the twist just enough to keep us coming back for more season after season, keeping our keeping keep, not just keeping our interest, but piquing our interest, and keeping us yes. at the edge of our seats during the season. And their casting is always have great cast, and they put together such a great combination of those things. Between yeah, the theme, the twist, and the cast, that combination of those three things that has been... Yep, they do a great job of that. They're going on their 38th season. And wow, not many amazing. shows can say that. Yeah. And I still, to this day, remember when Rich and I were walk, watching an eco-challenge and them saying that there was going to be a a new show coming out on network TV called Survivor. And it was going to be, you know, put out by Mark Burnett. And we were like, oh, we got to check that out, you know. And I still remember Richard Hatch walking around naked, cherry pie. Yeah. Yep, that was the first season. And I've seen every episode of Survivor. Every episode, and it's still going strong, and that's because they have that that winning combination of being able to put great themes, great twist, and great cast together, and it keeps us coming back yep. season after season after season. And you know, just changing small things like that. Idle nullifier. Who would have ever thought that we'd see an idle nullifier? I think we need you an know? idle nullifier. We need a nullifier to the idle nullifier. <laughs> right? That would be like the next thing, right? Like, like <laughs> I can I can nullify the idle nullifier if it's used properly. But like, how the hell would you even know that's going on? I mean, come on. I don't know. Crazy. It's very crazy. Oh my gosh. Not to get off topic, Cherry, but um, did you hear the latest news about, um, you know, somebody's husband that was breaking around 630 I did. before we came on air? I did, yes. I would not have wanted to be at their dinner table tonight. Nope. Nope. Because Not a pleasant, um, not a pleasant evening know. at the... Uh... Nope. There's some presents getting returned, you know? You know, you know, the... Budget. The Moon Buzz residence but, uh, was probably not a very pleasant. No, there was probably a lot of whiskey being consumed. 
Oh, saying. my goodness. Um, but we all know that, you know, Les Moonves stepped down and made a deal with CBS that by doing so, he would get $120 million, um to basically just step away from um, CBS and, um, you know, in regards to his allegations. And um, today uh, it's 630 News which probably broke um, in L.A., but, you know, uh, sooner than that. But um, they have found that. With 120, yeah, 120 million. But they're um, they're, not not giving him a dime, not even a dime. Nope. His um, cheating, I mean, his lies about um, the allegations and the cover-ups, I think it's, matter of the cover-ups, Cherry, um, uh, the lengths he did to cover up a lot of what he did um, to himself. They said, you know what? We're not giving you any money to get you. You lied, you get nothing. So that's breaking news. Um, and we'll just have to see. We We know that um, as for Julie, she will be hosting um, Celebrity Big Brother 2. That's going to be coming up at, in January, people. January. I know. I got it. That was a month off last week. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Just a little, just a little overzealous. Oopsie. Yeah, I was excited. I was so excited. I don't know. I got really into it too, and I was like, "Oh my God, look at this breaking!" And look at that. Anyway, um, but yeah, so we will see if uh, she will remain as host until the um, season of Big Brother uh, Twenty One happens at the so, beginning of the summer. I won't talk to you um, on the show anyway. Uh, before New Year's, so do you have any New Year's resolutions? You know, Cherry, I have actually started my New Year's resolutions um, about, like, a couple months back. I started really going to the gym um, intensely. Um, I guess you call, like, I'm I'm like a gym rat now. Um, I go almost every day, and I kick my booty in there. And I'm working on getting, um, obviously, physically better in shape. I'm working on getting having abs for 2019, which I have two right now. I need four more to go. So I might just go to the liquor store and buy a four-pack. Um, <laughs> and also it has mentally helped, you know, just – with work, and I think a lot of people have um, stress from work and lots of things in your mind, and it's it's a great way to relieve your brain, and it's good for your soul. And I love being on the treadmill and going on the 10 incline at, like, you know, four and, you know, working it and doing the abs and just going and doing some thighs and whatever else I do. Um, so I kind of like I doing it before everybody else says I'm going to do this for the new year. So I I just started early, Cherry. So that's like I say that, and just always being a better person, better human, better 
friend, family member, daughter, sister, uh, cousin, um, employer, um, just always trying to do the right thing with everything that's going on in this world and try, try to make an example of what um, should be going on with the things that we deal with. I um, mean, God's to a lot of um, touchy subjects, which we're not going to get really into. Um, and, you know, I just want like better health. So I've been doing really good with my allergic reactions. So I'm kind of going to keep sticking to what I've been doing. What about yourself? Good. I'm glad to hear that, Michelle. That's awesome. Yeah. I really haven't thought of um, anything too new right now. Um, I'm still, you know, focusing on that smoking. Um, That's been big for me. And staying with that right now um, and just focusing on, you know, spending as much time with my mom as I can. Um, yep. Important. Right now, every, every moment I have with her is precious. Um, I don't know how many more days I'll have with her and every moment I can spend with her is precious because with Alzheimer's, you don't know, you know, how long she'll have, you know, that she even recognizes me and, so, you know, every moment that I have with her is, is just so precious. So um, I want to try to spend as much time as I can with her and, um, you know, just be here for my husband, be here for my mom, be here for, you know, my friends and, and like you, just be as good a person as I can, do the right thing and just be the best person I can be and sounds pretty awesome I wish everybody yeah. can do that same thing because this world would be a better place cherry pie and congrats on the not smoking I know we talked about that the other day but that's huge so I think just the continuation of you know not smoking is definitely um amazing I appreciate that it's uh you know, I smoked for many, 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 many years, and it was really difficult to do. But, you know, when it starts affecting your health, you really have to just say, you know, I have to do this, and I either have to to do this or, you know, my health. And I wasn't ready to give up my health. And so I just, you know, had to use determination and and do it and I've been successful which surprised me because I I never thought I could do it I never thought I was going to be able to quit smoking you know it's such an addictive habit and oh yeah it's very difficult I was always so afraid to even try to quit because I just thought you know there's no way I'm going to be able to give this up and I was always afraid to even try. And once I decided to put my mind to it, I just did it. And I did have a little help. You know, my doctor gave me Wellbutrin, which um, I was on that for a month. And that helped a little bit. Um, just not wanting to smoke as much. 
kind of gave you a bad taste in your mouth when you smoked. Um, so that helped a little bit. And then I used um, the vape, and that helps a little bit too because you're not lot, giving up yeah. the nicotine. Yeah, that you're not giving up the nicotine totally. So, you know, I have you know a little bit of help, but um, not That's right. I mean, as long as it helps you to 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 you know cut down and dwindle down and and look at where you are now. See, imagine. Awesome because a lot of people probably feel the same way as you and you know think that they can't do it and you just you know can you just prove them that you know um you didn't think you were able to do it and look at you awesome yeah. awesome awesome so awesome and, and I'm sure everybody out there write down your resolutions right Cherry like that would be like right. something like that It'd be good for everybody just to jot it down write it on paper and. Look at it because the uh, New Year's is coming right around the corner, Terry. Two weeks from today. And know that if you really want to do it, you can do it. Determination will get you everywhere. And Jason just said something to me in in the chat room um, about missing Joe and Ron. They're probably ecstatic about the bears and probably having a beer in heaven. Oh yes, because they they won the um, northern uh, title uh, yesterday. So congratulations, Bears fan out there, especially Hardair, Ron, and Joe. That's up in heaven. Yeah, probably having a huge party too. You know they are. They're partying it up up there. Oh, and the Bears, the Bears. Yeah. yeah, I'm so, sure they are. Um, um, well, we're hoping that you guys all um, enjoy your Christmas Eve, your Christmas, your New Year's Eve, and your New Year's Day. Um, and I appreciate the happy birthday. Begin of the show, Miss Cherry Pie. I um, will be turning. Um, Nine again. Um, a week from Saturday. Twenty nine. So. Is that what you said? Twenty nine. You be twenty nine. Twenty nine again. Yep. Yep. Just it's like Groundhog Day. Every birthday is twenty nine. Twenty nine. Well, let's put it this way. Yeah. I'm gonna actually turn thirty nine. So, a week from Saturday, I will officially start my one year countdown to 40 so let's just rewind that and I'm 29 soon well I'm 29 (laughs) right now I'll be 29 again so amazing isn't it yep absolutely can't wait I'm excited actually I'm excited to uh I'm I'm actually planning a little getaway for myself um, which I haven't been able to do um, because I do work in retail, and my birthday's so like close to Christmas and New Year's, so I, normally I'm not able to take the time off or just be able to do anything really because you know it's like those other holidays kind of override my birthday. Um, but I did something for myself um, this year, and I was able to take off 
uh, like three days off of work. So I am going to enjoy myself. What are you going to do? Um, I have um, some hotel rooms um, for a couple of days at one of the casinos around here and kind of just have a, um, you know, kind of a pampering, going to the spa, getting the nails done, getting the hair done, you know, playing a little, you know, slots, maybe doing a little table games and then having a nice dinner and then drinks and dancing and then, you know, kind of do it all over again. So That sounds heavenly, Michelle. Doesn't it? Doesn't it? And I don't have to worry about, like, I don't got to worry about blizzards. I don't got to worry about anything because when you're in the casino, it's like its own world. Anything can be happening outside. You know, I've had a lot of blizzards that have disrupted my birthday and um, so, you know, at that point, I, I would already be somewhere that things are happening and, and I'm, I'm okay with that. People can come scoop me up cause I'm right in the other <laughs> cities and stuff like that. And I'm just, I'm just excited. I'm excited. And I feel like 2019 is going to be such a fantastic year, um, getting better, you know, and being, um, a pop, a, pe- a better year, you know. You, no matter what it is, let's just make sure and hope that it's better. So that's all we can do, wow. cherry pie. You know. So true. So very, very true. Yep. I also want to wish my niece Hallie a uh, happy birthday. She's turning twenty-one on December twenty-one, and she's a brand new mommy. So. Um, Happy birthday, my little baby, my little angel. She's not my baby anymore. She's got a baby now, but she's my baby. Oh. Well, speaking of birthday, I'm going to play this for you. Ooh. You say it's your birthday. Sipping on my wine, like pretend like it was. I was sipping on a ten thousand drum or dram of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> and to close tonight's show out, I have a couple of other things I'm going to play. Um, since we don't do a Christmas show anymore, I have some things I'm going to play to sort of 
round out the show. Um, so it takes nice. back. Um, Reminisce. Yes. Um, I'm going to play a Christmas song and then bring back a voice that we haven't heard in quite a while. Nice. So I'm trying to decide what Christmas song I want to do here. Um, how about this one? So this is Christmas. And what have you done? Another year over. And you won't just be gone. And so this is Christmas
Joe used to play that song for me every Christmas. Oh. Yes, and he this did. Clip, he was at his Christmas show. Yeah. This clip, I really don't know exactly what is on this clip, but I'm going to try it and see what's on here. And we're going to find out together. So here we go. Okay. All right, this let's do uh, it. song kind of folds into what you're talking about. And friends, don't forget not to, uh, if you have friends uh, that are cat lovers or just people that care, especially during the season, uh, try to uh, turn them on to this and see what we can do. Um, This song comes from the great um, musical movie, White Christmas, and it's by Rosemary Clooney, and I thought it was appropriate after talking with uh, having Cherry talk about uh, Moosey, and it's called Count Your Blessings. Sleep. Counting your blessings. 
that I'm sure everybody else out there does as well, Terry. It's um it's good to hear his voice again. I sure do miss him. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Cherry, I think that was such a great way to end the show. If if, if any of you guys out there and um I know uh Cherry touched on it. Just just love your family, enjoy them and Cherish every minute that you have with your family and friends. So that's right, right, Cherry. So that's what we got to do. All right. Well, that's it. until next year, I'm going to say yeah. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy New Year, and Michelle, Happy Birthday. Thank you, Cherry Pie, and Merry Christmas to you. And Happy New Year to you and your family. And hope you guys have a fantastic couple weeks. And uh, we'll be back here next year, you guys. Um, Make sure you say hi to Mama and Papa Costa for me. Give them a hug and kiss for me. I sure will. And everybody out there listening, we want to say how much we appreciate your listening to us and being here with us, being dedicated listeners to us. And we love and adore you and appreciate you so much. We wish you happy holidays and happy new year. May you be safe and be with your family and friends. Have wonderful holidays and join us on the 7th of 2019 when we return. Wow. Right, guys. I know. Stay tuned. We'll be putting out uh, (laughs) reminders for you guys to join us. So enjoy your next few weeks. We'll be we'll be back in 2019. I can't believe it. I know. All right. Here's Ron to take us out for the last time of 2018. Good night, all. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. 
It's always a great one with our Michelle Costa. And before I close, I just want to say thank you to Jason Lee, JTV. Thank you for all you do to help us. We, I don't yeah. think I could make it without you. You help us so much, and we appreciate you so, so very much. So, Amen. Absolutely. Yes, for everything you do for us. I hope you have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. And we love, adore, and appreciate you. So, Michelle, say good night. Good night, 2018. Bye, everybody. Love you guys. There you go. Good night, all. God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.